Hi, this is Kathy Kruger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah, we have very special guests. We have Rotarians Robert Rich and we have Pascal Girma and his brother Victor Girma, and they're going to be talking about the Friends of Girgo. Well, let's say good morning to uh, Victor Girma. Good morning, Victor. Good morning. Good morning, and, everyone. And uh, good morning to Rotarian Pascal Girma. Good morning. Thank you for having us. And uh, good morning to Rotarian Robert Rich. Hi, Robert. Good morning, everyone. Before yes. we find out what are the Friends of Girma, we should find out what is Girma. Yes. Who wants to take that on? What is Girgo? What is Girgo? Girgo, I'm sorry. <laughs> before we talk about the Friends of Girgo, well, that's all right. Well, we can be friends if we get the two Girma brothers, too. But before we talk about the Friends of Girgo, let's find out what is Girgo. Who's going to take that on? Uh, um, Girgo is the ancestral village of the Girma family. It's located in Burkina Faso, West Africa, formerly known as Upper Volta. And it's also a former French colony. And it, it sits right above Ghana, Ivory Coast, Benin, Togo, and below Mali and Niger. And, it's and yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And I was going to say, it's, it's near the equator, so it gets pretty hot there. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's getting very hot everywhere, you know, but that's okay. So uh, you said it's the ancestral home of the Garima family. Uh, how did your family come here to the United States? Well, um, it started, uh, you know, actually misfortune my um for my grandfather his mother died in childbirth and um and he's the second son of a chief he was raised by his other mothers because um the chief had multiple wives and when the missionaries came to that part of the world which was not uh, not that long ago in the late 1800s um they were opening schools and wanted to try and teach people how to read and write and so on. And they weren't having much success. So they were able to convince the emperor, to convince all of his chiefs to send one male child to school. That would encourage the rest of the, the rest of um, the, the population to go along. Our grandfather, because of his misfortune of losing his, um, his mother at childbirth, didn't have someone to advocate for him. So he was, um, uh, likely candidate and therefore he was sent off to school at about nine years old and then you were sent off to a regional school where you disappeared for at least four or five years so he was uh, only this was all all in africa or, or yes yes. Yeah. yes yeah and he was only eight at that time eight or nine uh, that's correct that's uh. correct and and again there were regional schools mali some of the other countries and so on ivory coast and so on so he eventually went to school and became a nurse and and as a result, he saw the value in education and made sure that his kids became educated. So all of his kids, including our dad, um, eventually got educated and, and 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 took education very seriously. And that led him to becoming the first ambassador from Upper Volta to the U.S. and to the U.N. Well, and that's then, quite that's quite it, a jump. Yes, your grandfather is press ganged into education. He becomes a nurse, which is a very credible and honorable profession. Thank and you, Jonah. In one, gen <laughs> in one generation, he becomes an ambassador. Wow, that's correct. Well, part of what what it was was that he uh, education he took very well to it and taught mm -hmm. himself a little bit of English. And that's why he got to come to the States in the ah. 60s 
all of when the, when when Upper Volta got its independence, the desired positions were in Europe. No one looked towards the U.S. and they said, "Oh, you speak a little English, and therefore you're going to be the ambassador to the U.S. and to the U.N." Oh. Well, he could have been the ambassador to the court of St. James and met the Queen Elizabeth, I guess. Yeah. And he came to the United States. Not too shabby a position. And <laughs> where were uh, you and your brother born? We were born in Burkina Faso. Okay. We came to the U.S. initially in the 60s, early 60s. Um, and then he eventually went back. And as, every, as you know, countries are pretty unstable, especially back then. He eventually lost his position as ambassador came back to the U.S. through the help of his friends and got his uh, master's degree and eventually ended up with a job at the U.N. Mm, in the UN. And that's when we came back um, to the U.S. and have been here since 1967. All right. Wow. But you haven't turned your back on your home country. Uh, you're still concerned about your home country. And uh, tell us, Bob Rich, uh, what are Friends of Girgo and what are, what's the service project that uh, the Rotarians in New Paltz and others uh, are doing in, in the country? Sure. So um, back in uh, 2018, um, uh, Pascal, uh, uh, we have been f uh, friends for a long time, came to me and uh, put forward this proposition of, of starting up a 501c3 charitable organization to bring 21st century technology to uh, rural schools um, in, in Africa. And we were going to start with Gear Go. Um, as a pilot program. And, and so the idea was to bring computer technology to the kids in, in the, in the uh, elementary school in Girgo. Um, and we went over there in 2018 after we set up the organization and, um, you know, did a fact-finding mission and found out that before we could really bring computers there, we, we needed to um, have a place for them to be plugged in. They had no electricity that was reliable, no running water, um, you know, no paved roads, things like that. So we, we started. I presume uh, no internet. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, when you go, when you're online over there, you're standing on a line. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we, we basically, um, we prioritized and set goals and, and phased the project in. We got the help of our local New Paltz Rotary Club um, uh, with, with some money and we raised some funds uh, with the local community. And we went out there and we refurbished the school buildings. We uh, refurbished the, the desks. We put in um, solar exhaust fans and the old barn, the old barn onion turbine right. um, exhaust fans, uh, uh, built latrines um, and really got the infrastructure in place. And in subsequent trips, um, we were able to set, uh, put in a solar microgrid and uh, our latest uh, trip over there, we put in a running water system. Wow, uh, so that's 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 where we're at um, so far. Now, what was what was education like? Uh, and we only have about a minute for this. What was the education like before your improvements, and what is it now? Well, um, there were more than a hundred kids in a, in a classroom in fifth grade. There's it's a francophone country, and they have to pass a national exam to go to the sixth grade. So wait, 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 a hundred kids? How many teachers? One teacher. One teacher. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. One room really meant for 25 to 30 kids. Okay. And only about, you know, five, five or six books or so to share amongst those 100 kids. And so only about 20% or so of the kids were able to pass the exam every year uh, under those conditions. And so 
um, uh, what our group was able to, you know, with very little um, real dollar investment and just um, service, and and we were able to get the pass rate with the innovations that we've done up to ninety five percent, up in the ninety percentile. And, you know, we're going to find out more about this great new pulse rotary project. Uh, friends of Girgo from uh, Rotarian Robert Rich. Rotarian Pascal Germa and future Rotarian, his brother Victor Germa, right after Kathy Kruger tells us who sponsors Radio Rotary this week. Well, we are sponsored by Salisbury Bank, Third Eye Associates, Hunt and Harvest Caterers, Rise, Online Marketing Strategies, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We're back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. Hi, I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation, supporting the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community. Our mission is prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. Among our projects, we fund scholarships for therapists, transitions from community housing, and the Overdose Awareness Memorial located on the Dutchess County Rail Trail. Visit our website at mark-foundation.org to learn more or to make a donation. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Salisbury Bank is your friendly hometown bank with 14 branches throughout the tri-state area. Salisbury Bank offers personal and business banking, mortgages, and commercial loans. Salisbury Bank is your local community bank with local decision-making and high service. Your local bank for all of your local needs. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, because where you bank matters. Are there wedding bells in your future? Hi, this is Rotarian Cindy Kish. Hunt and Harvest is a full-service catering company covering the Hudson Valley, Connecticut, the Berkshires, New York City, and beyond. Although we specialize in wedding celebrations, we are also available for all of your special occasions. We recently opened Hunt and Harvest Provisions, a place where you can purchase our handmade products, prepared meals, and desserts, as well as specialty grocery items. We are conveniently located in the village of Millbrook at 18 Washington Avenue. Contact us today at Provisions provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. That's provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree Boisser. With me is Kathy Kruger, not only my co-host, but our producer, the boss lady. And her job is to book great guests. And she's outdone herself this time because not only do we have one great guest, not even two great guests, we have three great guests. And she's going to introduce them. Go ahead, Kathy. Yes, Jonah, we're really lucky. We have Robert Rich, who's a Rotarian, and we have Pascal Girma and his brother, Victor Girma. And Pascal is a Rotarian, and Victor, as we've mentioned earlier, earlier will soon be a Rotarian. By the end of the show. Exactly. You can, you can agree to join by the end of <laughs> yeah. the show. And they're well, talking to us about the Friends of Girgo. So it's it's been a wonderful education so far. So And Robert, welcome back. Thank you. And Pascal, welcome back. Thank you very much. And Victor, welcome back. 
Yes. Thank you very much. So, Victor, uh, tell us uh, again, what quickly, what is Girgo and what are the friends of Girgo? Girgo is our ancestral village. That's the village where my grandfather was born, and it's located in Burkina Faso, West Africa, formerly Upper Volta. And Friends of Girgo is a charity that we started with our friends in New Paltz to impact the students in Girgo in a positive way, to, in, a, in, in, in a lasting way. Something that can be tangible with a minimal investment that's going to keep giving for years to come. And uh, Bob, before the break, uh, you were going to tell us what it is you found when you went out there. You you had a great idea of bringing a whole bunch of used computers that uh, the Guillermo brothers were able to put their hands on and you know improve the school system there. But it was kind of eye-opening when you got there. What did you find when you got there? Sure. Um, as we were talking about before the break, um, we needed to really um, beef up the infrastructure. Uh, before we could uh, drop computers in, we had to uh, first create the conditions under which the computers would be useful. So uh, one of the things we found was um, the, the school basically uh, is based on, it's a Francophone country. It's based on a French model and all students have to pass an exam at the end of fifth grade so they can go, go on to junior high and high school, basically sixth grade and beyond. Uh, when we got there, um, this, the fifth grade classroom um, usually had between 105, 110, sometimes even 118 kids in a classroom made for 25 or 30 children. No. And how many teachers? One teacher. One teacher. Oh. Wow. And about, you know, half a dozen books. Perhaps. Oh dear! Wow. Uh, that the, the students all had to share, and the passage rate, as you might imagine, under those conditions, were not was not good. We're talking about twenty to twenty five percent pass rate wow. ahead. And so, um, one of the first things we did was get books for everybody, um, and um, that helped a great deal, believe me. But we we redid the classrooms, we, we refurbished the desks, we built new latrines, we installed solar. Um, uh, exhaust fans and some traditional, like the old onion turbines you used to see on barns, <laughs> eat out of the room because it's equatorial Africa and it gets very, very warm in the spring, especially. And so just the ventilation, the improved ventilation really helped a lot. Those, those things alone, and again, it didn't cost much per student to do that. Uh, those those innovations alone um, boosted the passage rate tremendously up to about 67 percent. And more recently, we've we've been back uh, a few times. And now this, the classrooms have drop ceilings, fans, lights uh, supplied by uh, a solar microgrid that we had installed wow. um, and uh, flat screen TVs. Uh, and the latest our, our latest gem is um, a, a running water system. Uh, so that uh, they have running water at the campus. Now, when Robert, you, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kathy. I was just going to wonder, um, because, you know, so many times we interview people and we hear about other countries where the women are not educated, girls aren't educated as much as boys. Is that the same as what you were finding or is it equal? No, no. Uh, fortunately, I mean, uh, uh, the Burkina Bay society in general is is, is much more egalitarian and the, the schools there, they have signed, like when you go to Girgo, one of the signs that you you go when you enter the village it says we're we're committed to equal education for girls oh, oh thank great. god so oh. The, the, yeah so this the the classrooms are actually um there are a few more girls and boys usually in the classroom it's about 60 40 so wow. that's not an issue there at all 
Oh, now, that's when wonderful. you say that we went down to fix the roof and we went down to put in the solar panels, who is that we? Is that members of the New Paltz Rotary Club? Uh, there were a couple of members of the Rotary Club, but also other people in the community, uh, the, the New Paltz community. Yeah. How, how big a crew and, did you bring down there? Um, Victor, how many of us were there that that uh, we call ourselves the B team? The B team. <laughs> yeah, the Not the A team, huh? <laughs> no, the B team. First B team had seven people. Okay. Seven. Okay. And, but when we started working, the village pitched in. The first day we got we we got to the village, it was a curiosity thing for the villagers. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, what are these strangers doing in this village? And then little by little, they started pitching in because when they saw what we were doing, then they started pitching in. And it got to the point where we didn't even have to carry anything. When we started carrying something, somebody from the village said, I'll take that. Where do you, where do you want this? And they would take it over there and then i'd start painting bob would do the same thing and then they say okay i'll take that so it got to the point where we basically observing yeah i think it's a a trust thing too i know when i was in haiti we were watched at first when we went there on a Mm -hmm. on a health mission and they do they study you and they want to see what you're all there for and then when they get to trust you then it's then everybody's working and and Mm -hmm. towards the same goal i want to add that it's not that they didn't know we were coming they knew but um we were uh, it did take a while for people to just become trusting and to feel Mm -hmm. comfortable enough to participate Mm -hmm. not now uh, uh, Pascal, you and Victor, as you said, this was your ancestral homeland. D- were there any relatives still around? Cousins, second cousins, oh, yeah. people who remembered who you were, or maybe your grandfather was? Oh, yeah. You want to take that? When we were children. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said, you want to take that, Uncle Pal? Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, um, when we were children, one of the things that, um, that our dad did try and instill in us was that when we went back, we would go and spend about a week in the village. Mm. You know, as kids. So um, we're very connected. And that's part of what inspired a lot of this, because it's very much in our consciousness to know and appreciate what we have here and to know that we have family that don't have. So um, so it was so that is part of why we're so connected. We had to do something. Uh-huh. Now, Robert and Victor uh, are uh, members of the New Paltz. Uh, I'm sorry, Robert and Pascal are members of the New Paltz Rotary Club. Victor's going to join by the end of the show. So uh, for those who might be interested, where and when does the New Paltz Rotary Club meet? The New Paltz Rotary Club meets on uh, uh, physically every other Thursday and uh, by Zoom on the alternate Thursdays mm. um, at 1215. Um, when we're in person, we're at Garvin's Gastropub on Huguenot Street in New Paltz. Uh, it's a lunch it's a lunch meeting. And Kathy wants to know. How's that food? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the food is good out there, right? I mean, yeah, it's I, excellent. I it's love excellent. New Paltz. It's a cute little town. And so, yeah, okay. And if you're not in New Paltz area, but still want to join uh, the fun, the food, the fellowship, uh, Rotary, and do great service projects like Friends of Geargo, go to Rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, find out what your local Rotary Club meets, and get to meet terrific people like Victor Germa, Pascal Germa, and Rotarian Robert Rich all of whom we're going to hear more from right after these messages. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. 
Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Don't let mental health stigma keep you from living your best life. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County, and there is help. Did you know that 25% of the population deal with anxiety or depression? That's a lot of people. You're not alone. If you have the flu, you would call your doctor. Let's start doing the same when it comes to your mental health. It's time to get on the path to mental wellness. Contact Mental Health America of Dutchess County at 845-473-2500. Let us help you live your best life. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonas Rebwasser. With me is Kathy Kruger, and we have three great guests who Kathy is about to introduce. Kathy, take yes. it away. We have Rotarian Robert Rich and Pascal Girma with his brother Victor, who we are calling Uncle Victor. And, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> and they're telling us all about the Friends of Girgo, which is just educational and wonderful. And, and tell us more. <laughs> yeah. So um, just a brief overview, uh, right. Robert, about... Uh, what Friends of Girgo is all about, and especially the uh, uh, educational component of it for the children from the village where both Victor and Pascal uh, started. Born. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So Friends of Girgo is all about trying to bring um, educational opportunities to uh, children in rural uh, communities in West Africa. And we started, our pilot program started in um, Pascal and Victor's ancestral village of Girgo in Burkina Faso. And so um, this is a program we want to be able to um, replicate and, and, was, and soon will be replicating because um, the district, uh, the school district in Girgo comprises um, a high school, a junior senior high school, as well as the elementary school we started in and 16 other feeder elementary schools in the region. Oh, that my gosh. Feed into that high school. So we have our work cut out for us um, and uh, we're excited uh, on the next steps. Uh, so, um, so far, I think we were talking about the progress we've made in, in the elementary school in Girgo. The uh, the passage rate on that exam we talked about earlier, that fifth grade exam is now well over 90 percent. Mm. And uh, remind people, what was the original passage rate? Right. Uh, 20 percent. Oh, oh, my wow. gosh. What, a, and, what an accomplishment. And, and now the kids who used to be crammed into a classroom meant for 25, 30 kids you know, you'd be have 100, 110 kids. And now we're down to 22, 25 kids in the classroom because they're they're progressing. They're they're passing their exam um, because you don't have a choice. If, if you don't pass that fifth grade exam, you're done with school. Yeah. Right? So uh, kids would try as many times as they were legally able to try. So the classrooms would just get bottlenecked. So now you have much more manageable class size, which is going to help as well. 
uh, take some of the pressure off that one teacher trying to teach those uh, lessons. And where now you talked about, I, I know I looked at your website and you had phases and what you described on the second part of our show was the, the purple phase. That's where you started from, um, you know, refurbishing the school, basically. Where are you like right now and where are you planning on going in the future besides helping these other 16 schools? Well, okay. If, um, if, if, sure. I mean, Pascal, you want to give that a... Yeah, if I may, part of what um, our, uh, our plan or our project is to do is to expose the kids to opportunities because they're going to take it wherever they can. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we did, which seems trivial, but we had flat screen TVs installed in the classroom and as bob had mentioned earlier it you know along with the fans and the lighting and and so on the flat screen tvs represent a window into the world yeah. mm-hmm. and we were able to have those tvs installed for the um for the world cup and for the first time oh, yeah. the kids were able to watch the world cup live as kids here do oh. we believe we, we believe that um you know the kids have the ability everywhere to do the same thing. It's just they, just they just need exposure. Well, let's not skip over this. When you folks started, there was no electricity. There was no ventilation. Uh, there was 100 kids in the um, classroom. Only Four 25% were, were, yeah. were moving on in their education because of these conditions. And now we've got flat screen TVs Great watching TV. World Cup soccer. Uh, that's a tremendous accomplishment. That's fantastic. You guys can be very proud of that. So what else needs to be done? What does the future hold? Victor, you want to get into that? Well, the future, we, we have to address the living conditions of the teachers because mm-hmm. when they go out into the village, it's essentially a punishment, not not necessarily, but it's almost like a punishment You because you put them in conditions that make it hard for them to concentrate on teaching. So we want to raise the standard of their living conditions so that all they have to do is worry about just teaching. Because if the teachers are comfortable, that means the effort and teaching the students are going to be even more. They're going to put more effort into it because we've alleviated part of their stress. They're already away from their families, so oh. let's make it as com- let's make it as comfortable for them as possible. Okay, so they're 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 living there then to teach. Yes. yes. So yeah. they need. So you're you're renovating a whole living quarter for them then, correct? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then after that, we are going to uh, turn our attention to the high school, which also has no reliable electricity and no running water um, because it's almost a crime uh, giving uh, giving access to the kids to have this technology. Uh, and then when they graduate and go to the high school, they're they're back, you know, in, in the same uh, type of conditions again. So um, the high school, we're, the high school is uh, just a mile and a half or so down the road, and um, you know we're going to be focusing our attention on that as well. So and then after that, the feeder schools. So if, if the folks at home want to help you out or other Rotary clubs or other service clubs who might be listening to Radio Rotary this morning want to help you out, I know you have a uh, website. Tell us about the website. What's the address? Sure. It's, it's, it's friendsofgirgo.org. Spell Girgo. Girgo is... G U I R G H O. Say, give it to us. I R G H O. So it's friendsofgeargo.org. If folks get a pencil and paper, we'll be sure Bob Rich repeats that for the end yeah. of the program. What about hands on help? As you said, you send teams down to do construction work and set these things up. Uh, do you need yes, hands on volunteers? 
Yes, we've had tremendous uh, assistance. Uh, we've had the, the last trip when we installed the running water system, and I can't talk about it enough, except I know we don't have enough time to talk about it, yeah. but it is a complete game changer. Um, in that part of the world, uh, water towers, if you have any kind of running water, it's water towers. We did a compression tank system like you have in your own house. Right. Um, and it is a game changer. Uh, so, um, you know, Friends of Geargo, it's it's friends of Geargo, one word, G-U-I-R-G-H-O dot org. And um, if people want to help uh, with hands-on help, uh, contact us. The the phone number is on the website. Um, contact Pascal or Victor um, or myself. Yeah. And um, it's a beautiful also, website. Yeah. Yeah. And I also want to stress um, this whole project so far, we we spent about $70,000, which breaks down to about $180,000 per student. I mean, $180 per student. Right. Initial investment that's going to keep giving. And we don't have to spend that, that other $180 again. Okay. And in the moments we have left, I want. Uh, Bob and Pascal to tell everybody why it's great to be Rotarian, especially Victor, who promised he was going to join Rotary by the end of the program. We'll start Victor. with Pascal. Pascal, why is it great to be a Rotarian? Well, you know, uh, we've been dreaming about this project for many years. It's only after I joined the Rotary Club and then and I've known Bob for a long time that it seems like this project kicked into gear. So I can't help but be completely humbled and um, and appreciative of what Rotary has done for us for this project and for the village. So um, I have no words to um, to thank Rotary. And Bob, what about you? Why is it great to be a Rotarian? Because of things like this. Um, <laughs> yeah. meeting, meeting, meeting people who, you know, we're all like-minded. We're all about service above self. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've told people this all the time. This particular project is uh, next to the my marriage and the birth of my kids. Uh, this is the best thing I've ever been involved in. Jonah, and, he told us that at a Pleasant Valley Rotary right? meeting last <laughs> couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, Victor, have we convinced you? <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Rich, Victor Girgo, and uh, Pascal Girgo, thank you so much for everything you're doing to make the world a better place through Rotary. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Yeah. Thank you. You guys for are amazing. Us. Our pleasure. Thank and you. Kathy, who gives us the pleasure of sponsoring us this week? Uh, we are spent. Uh, we are sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern Wall, Calise, Wappinger Falls, Warwick Valley in the Rotary Eat Club of District 7210. My co-host Kathy Kruger and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebwasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotaryNow.org.